JT did it again. You are listening to On Air with JT. Pop culture, news, rants, interviews, serious discussions that the mainstream media won't talk about, and so much more. This is On Air with JT. Caution, you are listening to On Air with JT, a fully uncensored, raw, and unfiltered show. JT doesn't give a fuck. This is a JT exclusive interview. This is On Air with JT. Join JT, visionary and host for a 420-friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com. You are listening to On Air with JT. On Air with JT. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. JT did it again.
Listen to On Air with JT on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and can be seen on YouTube. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. On Air with JT, hosted by JT and Maddie. This is On Air with JT. Join JT, visionary and host for a 420-friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates, and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront, with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com. You are listening to On Air with JT. On Air with JT. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. JT did it again. You are listening to On Air with JT. Hosted by Justin Thomas and Madeline Haley Marquez. JT did it again. How's it going, everybody? You are listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. Like always, my name is Justin Thomas, but you can call me JT. And I'm here with my co-host, Madeline Haley Marquez. What's up, Maddie? Not much, JT. What's up? Uh, Just another day in paradise, right? Another day in paradise. That's that's what it's like. Yeah. I just posted that I, I would like to get a private island with no devices just for a little while. Just just for a little while. I mean, as long as it's, it's not on some Epstein shit, then that's fine. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Then, yeah, just, go, go for it. Just a little retreat. No, no weird shit. Yeah, just a little dark humor at 5 a.m. Uh, yeah, so, uh, welcome, everybody. Thank you so much. You know, the show is just keeps growing by the fucking, not even by the day, by the hour. And it, it's really, you know, yes, we're putting in a lot of work and behind the scenes and marketing and, you know, things like that. But, like, still, like, thank you to every single person that supports the show or even if you don't and you still check out my content thank you like thank you to everybody that really you know whether you again listen to the full episode the full podcast half a show one third couple minutes a clip online whatever thank you like i appreciate it maddie appreciates it you know 
we really do. We, we put a lot of work into this. And again, like I've said so many times, you know, and just like how I, when I started back in 2010 when I was 16, like I had zero listeners. Well, I had like one listener, like my mom. So like, I mean, and like I, I would do the show even if nobody watched but or listened. But the fact that, you know, so many people are starting to like the show and it's growing, you know, it's definitely a good feeling to see that like a lot of hard work, blood, sweat, tears, money, losing money, getting told no thousands of times, literally being rejected, you know, whatever, like, you know, there's so many ups and downs and, you know, people really don't understand especially like if you're like a new listener or, or you know been following me recently or maybe just like now you know you might see that you know I've, I have these interviews and I'm like doing these things these kind of you know cool things and a lot of people you know they don't understand that you know it took over a decade it took you know 13 years yes I I wasn't consistent for those entire 13 years obviously i would have accomplished what i'm doing now years ago if i would have stayed consistent but it took me you know 13 years of doing the podcast on and off which yes was a mistake on my part and you know sometimes like i I said in life not sometimes there are going to be times where you fuck up you make mistakes but you learn from that you know and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yes, does you know, you know, do I feel salty or like bitter or, or upset that you know I, I I'd probably be worth like fifty to a hundred million dollars minimum. You know, if I would have stayed consistent, maybe it hurts my soul a little bit. But like, you know, you, you learn from your lessons. You know, and and that's what it's all about. It's all about learning and developing. And again, just people don't understand like. I, they, you know, I, I had someone be like, yo, like, you know, how, like, how are you doing it? Like, like, you got all these interviews. And I'm just like, bro, you don't know how much time that I put into this, how much time I invested into this, how much money I've invested into this, how many overnight failures. And I'm not even successful yet I, I mean i haven't even accomplished my goals and dreams I, am i checking off some of my thing you know things that i wanted to do in life yeah i mean like ironically yesterday i checked something off my bucket list that i didn't even really consciously know that was on my bucket list you know the fact that well, you know when we're talking about on the show about Jermaine Dupree and oh okay you know I posted the clip and within two hours Jermaine Dupree viewed it liked it then he reposted it on the so so deaf Instagram page like if you were to tell a ten year old Justin hey you know in twenty years Jermaine Dupree is gonna know who you are he'd be like get the fuck out of here. Like, literally. And, like, p- people don't understand, like, it's, like, 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 it might, like, why it's such a big deal for me because, like, it's so funny. I wish, like, we could call my mom right up right now to just that, like, she could verify, like, how obsessed. What? 
That's, that would be fun to do one day. Like, not to change the subject, but that that would be like. You know what? Kind of you know what? Let's do it. Hold on. Did you do it? Oh my god. Hold on. <laughs> Here we go. First time ever. Hopefully she answers. Hey, mom. Yeah. Hey, um, you're on the podcast. Um, I just, I want to, I want you to tell, like, I, I, I'm just trying to like tell people why it's such a big deal about Jermaine Dupree. Like, I need you to verify to, to the people, like, <laughs> like how obsessed I was with Jermaine Dupree when I was like, how old was I? I was like 10. Oh yeah. You were, yeah. You were about 10. Cause you started really early with your music obsession. Yeah. <laughs> remember Con was it kanye yeah with the cd yeah, that i well you bought me that that was before <laughs> that was, yeah but i mean you bought me the eminem show back in 02 and we talked about that how you know, yeah there wasn't the edited version so you had so you bought the unedited version the parental advisory and you, you listened to the album naive naively thinking that like okay, I, i'm gonna listen to the album and see what songs that I, I don't think he should listen to and then tell him. And I was like, don't listen to song like two, five, seven. <laughs> and then I go down the street and immediately listen to those songs with my friend Danny. And I foolishly thought you were going to listen to me. <laughs> like, what were you thinking? I don't know. But I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. But yeah, you, you were definitely around that age. And uh, crazy. yeah, you're... It's so crazy. I know. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, I just wanted to make sure, I wanted to get you on and verify so the people know that I'm not bullshitting. No, no, you were, um, it's not a lie. You were <laughs> obsessed from an early age. <laughs> all right. The obsession is real. Yep, it's very now real. we know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Mom. All right. Love you. All right. Love you. Bye. 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 <laughs> Mom out. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there you go. It's true. Mom out. <laughs> that was <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's um, it's so fucking surreal. Like again, like like the next morning when I woke up, I had to go back to like the so so deaf page on Instagram just to like see if it's if like I was dreaming of like. I was like, holy shit, like, like, people really don't understand, like, yes, Jermaine Dupri was a successful rapper, and obviously, if you don't know, he's a very successful producer, and obviously, he owned a record label, So So Deaf Records, and a lot of people don't, you know, again, like I said on the show, he was doing what DJ Khaled does before Khaled was doing it. He was, there would be no DJ Khaled, no disrespect to Khaled, but in terms of the whole, like, the collaborations and getting artists on the tracks and then having the, the, the signature, intro, you know, intro, uh, tag, you know, th that was Jermaine Dupri. And he paved the way for not only rappers, producers, Record labels, how record labels and artists market and, and collaborate 
You know, he was a pioneer. And, and people, for some reason, when people talk about moguls, and especially in hip-hop and rap, JD doesn't get brought up as much. And I think that's utter bullshit, to be honest. People are haters. That's all that is. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's necessarily haters, because, I mean, he's from Atlanta, you know, and... And I, I always and I've been to Atlanta once, and it was it was really cool. And I always knew, like especially you know with the music scene, it's always been you know a lot of lo- they show a lot of love. You know they they put each other on. You know it's very different from other places in uh, other music scenes. You know whether it's Boston, New York, California, what you know whatever. You know, oh, yeah, there's, it's, there's it's a really whole different vibe and scene um, in Atlanta. And it's been like that, but it, it's only getting more. I mean, as the years have gone has gone by, it's gotten more, you know, united. You know, there's not, you know, instead of everyone fighting each other, whether it's literally or, you know, competitively, you know, people are, you know, help each other out and put each other on and like. That's one thing Boston does not do. They do the complete opposite of what Atlanta does, of what New York does. I I wonder why that is. Because there hasn't been a Jay-Z or a Drake or a Snoop Dogg out of Boston. There hasn't been that, like, you know, yes, there's been, like, successful musicians and actors, but there hasn't, I mean, and of course, like, Joyner Lucas is doing his thing, but he's from Worcester, Mass. I mean, not to take away, like, you know, still, you know, successful Massachusetts, Boston-based rapper. But, like, there hasn't been, like, a Jay-Z or a Drake to come out of Boston. I mean, Millie's is doing his thing, but he's from Cambridge. But still, I mean, it's the same thing, almost the same thing as Boston. I mean, it's right next to each other. But, um, if you know, if you, you're not if you've never been to Massachusetts or you don't know, it's like right next to each other. But yeah, it's, um, I don't know. It's just, everybody is just, it's so like, fuck you. Like, you know, like, you know, every man for themselves, like, you know, just like picture, like you, you're watching football and they, you know, they do the play and, you know, the guy's just running and everybody's just trying to like tackle him and chase him. And then there's people trying to like shove other people and like, it's like that. It's, it's and I know that's like kind of like that with a lot of things in a lot of different areas, but it's more it's it's just more supercharged here, I feel. It's a weird. I mean, it's very bizarre. It's definitely, it's definitely like that in California too. I mean, I thought it was worse in California than Boston. No, well, and in Cali, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I experienced firsthand they a lot of artists show a lot more love. I mean, yes, I, I was in the Bay Area. I wasn't in L.A. But still, you know, it's, I don't know. And that's the problem. And that's why we're not going to see a mega, mega superstar come out of Boston in terms of rappers, you know, for a while. I mean, I, there, there is talent. There's a lot of talent, you know. And it's so funny because, like, when you think of Boston and Massachusetts, 
in terms of show business, there's so many su- su- successful actors and comedians and, you know, people in the showbiz that are from Massachusetts and Boston. Like, it's a lot, like a lot of big people. Um, yeah, you're right, though. I, I really never actually thought like, oh, yeah, Boston, that's that's where rappers come from, because I, I, I can't even think of. I mean, I, don't, I can't really can't ever think of names, but if I'm trying to think of any rapper from Boston, I can't think of one. I mean, there are rappers, but like, I mean, like, cousin, they just don't, and, and they're very talented, there are talented rappers and, and artists, but they, they, they don't, they never reach a certain level. I mean, like, Bia's doing her thing, but I don't, she's not originally <laughs> from Boston. I, she did move to Boston at a young age, and she grew up in Boston, Um and she is, she does represent Boston. So, you know, and obviously, you know, she's very beautiful and obviously really talented, but nobody has like hit that real, like superstardom level in terms of rappers. I mean, there's been bands, you know, Aerosmith. <laughs> well, I feel like it's, there's a lot of like, <laughs> white people or you know what i mean that that come up out of boston uh which kind of like makes sense if you know boston's i, I don't know i mean i, I don't want to i don't want to step I mean, on boston is pretty diverse i mean you, it just depends on like areas and everything because yes massachusetts is a very affluent wealthy state um but it, there is a it's pretty diverse <laughs> and I like that. I mean, that's why that's one of the reasons why I love my hometown. It's another reason why I like San Francisco. It's like very diverse and like, you know. Yeah, I can't I, wait. I, to I like that hippie vibe. You know, I'm, I'm not saying like Boston's super super like hippie, but like I mean, it's definitely it's not like San Francisco, but you know, it's not like it's like boys. I don't know. I don't even know what like the girls look like out there or even you know the guys oh, yeah. uh, we know one thing that all women it's like a notorious thing that, you know they especially like women i've seen so many like you know those like youtube videos where guys will go up to girls and ask them questions and uh, so many girls and women uh will be like yeah, Boston's so full of short guys. It's all, they're all short. <laughs> oh, really? I've never heard that stereotype. That's fucking hilarious. But, but I guess I mean, yeah, there I, are I, some. I, there are some short people, but I mean, they're also also tall people. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, who's over six foot that came out of Boston? In terms of anything, I mean, any oh, type. Okay, Conan, Conan O'Brien. I mean, Conan. Yeah, I mean John Krasinski, John Krasinski, Jim from the Office. He, I mean he's from Newton, Massachusetts, which is about like you know twenty minutes outside of Boston. But Conan's Boston. Conan Conan's from Boston. Jay Len- Jay Leno's from Massachusetts. Um, you know. I love fuck. I mean, Steve Carell. Steve Carell's from Mass. You know Massachusetts. Mindy Kaling is from Massachusetts. You know, um, B.J. Novak, Ryan from The Office, and John Krasinski from The Office. Actually, you know, you know both of the, who, you know, Ryan and Jim are from The Office, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, of course. Did you know that they actually went to high school together? They grew up together in in, in Newton, Massachusetts. There's there's actually no, there's, so ac- cool. there's actually there's actually a picture, and I I don't know if, I don't know if I have it the other way around, but it's either at Jim Krasinski's house, it's like his parents' house, or B.J. Novak's house. There's a picture of you know the the other guy, uh, uh, you know, um, when they were a kid when they were playing baseball and there's just like a random picture of like the other guy in the house, like on the, on the wall, like, a, <laughs> like, I think, I think it's like at Jim's parents' house is a picture of like BJ Novak when he was like in little league, but like, yeah, it's so crazy that, you know, they grew up together. They went to high school together. Then years later, like they end up being casted on the same show and it's the same thing. What even gets more bizarre is the fact is, you know, um, Kevin, the, the, yeah. yeah, um, Brian Bumgarter and um, Ed Helms, Andy, they went to high school together in, in Georgia. That's so crazy. Like, what? What are the, I, I love, what are the odds that, like that, that four that four people, they went to high school together and then they end up being casted on the same show? Like, what? That's insane. Like, that's crazy. It reminds me of uh, what's that show where the Impractical Jokers, like they how you know kind of like their story. They're not as famous, obviously, but they're you know they they kind of had the same story. They they grew up friends together, and then now they're all like on TV shows together and shit. Yeah, I follow uh, Chris. I don't know them by name like that, but the the um that he looks like he's like from like he look he looks like the New York guy. He looks like the most New York Jersey looking guy. <laughs> yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I love that. Yeah, they, they're all, they all, it's, again, they, they all went to the podcast game. They all have podcasts now. Yeah, yeah. I, if, if you could go on any late night TV show, uh, I guess besides SNL, it's not really the same thing. It's yeah, not really yeah. SNL's not a really, yeah. really. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, but wh- which one would you go on? That's currently on because, like, if, yeah. all right, because back in like, if you were to ask me like ten years ago if I had the opportunity, I would probably pick Conan or David Letterman, but now, I mean. It would probably be between Fallon or Kimmel. Yeah, I I think I think my I think I would want to do I'd probably Kimmel. Do Fall- I'd, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I really? might want to do Fallon. I mean, I mean, I you know, I, I don't care. I mean, you know, I mean, either one would be great. You know, they're both good hosts. I know they both get shit for you know because, you know, it, it, it's it's a whole it's a whole crazy thing that goes on with these late night talk show hosts. It, it's really wild. I don't know any, any of the stories behind it. I just I just watch it more honestly. Well, the, the thing is, they they get a lot of shit, you know, that, like especially the people that like, because, you know, obviously like at, at late night talk show hosts, you know, when they come out, they start doing like their opening like monologue. They do like the little jokes, you know what I mean? When they're standing up. Yeah. So obviously for years they, they've been doing this, but like over the years it, it's increased where it, they have to include politics. So obviously shows like Kimmel, Fallon, you know, it's, it's Hollywood. 
and they're owned by these companies, and it, it, they're more progressive, more left. So obviously, they're going to make you know Trump jokes and things like that. And so obviously, you know, not everyone likes Kimmel and not everyone likes Fallon just because just off the sole fact that they have a different, you know, political belief. But the thing is that a lot of people don't understand is these talk show hosts really don't have a choice. I mean, they, they do. They can, they, can get, they can quit or, you know, leave, but then they probably have to, like, pay back their money. But, like, it's not them being like, yeah, I, I got to include this, you know, politics and all this propaganda. No, like, you think it's them? No. Come on. Don't don't be naive. I, I, I see I see what you mean by that. And I guess I never really even thought of it that way because it's so normal. You know, when you watch the show, you don't think anything else is gonna happen. But sometimes you do look at their faces and they're like, Why did I just have to say that? Yeah, but I, I, and, and you I, I'm sure you know or if you don't know, you know, none of the jokes that they write you know, that they say are written by them. They have a, a team of writers. All of them. All everything, all the jokes, all the little, you know, they're, they're all, they have a group of writers. It's not, it's not their jokes. Do you think you'd be able to, to do that one day? Like if no, you were ever, I, I, I'm not, I don't have that gift. Um, you, you have to have a very special gift to do that, but you would be shocked on how many successful actors that started off doing things like that or successful stand-up comedians that were, you know, their first kind of jobs when they kind of first broke through the business were for writing for talk show hosts. You, you would be shocked on like the amount of people like, you know, that are like mega stars that, that were like writers for shows were, you know, PAs were assistants were, you know, it, it's, it's, really crazy you don't even think about that shit growing up you just think like oh yeah that's just what they're saying but in all reality no it's just some, it's just what somebody told them to say yeah just like presents yeah seriously <laughs> man but yeah it's been uh it's been a crazy week uh just so much reaching out uh to guests um so many business calls talking with brands you know i'm just trying to because we i have so you know there's a lot of brands and companies that are interested but again like i said on the podcast i will never sell out so if if my vision visions and and beliefs and things don't don't align with a brand's vision and and how they you know treat their employees or customers and you know all, all of that like they're what they stand for if, if we don't have that same vision it's not going to work i don't care if you offer me a million dollars to promote something for a minute i'm never going to sell some bullshit you know product or advertise it or promote it if i don't believe in it because i actually value my audience i value my listeners. I value the people that watch me. And I'm never going to sell out and 
promote or advertise something that wouldn't be beneficial to them or might be a scam or some bullshit like all these influencers, not all of them, but some of them are doing. That's never going to be me. You know, if I advertise and promote something, just know that it's legit and that, you know, if that I I take it or that I, you know, I, you know, I use that product myself. You know, if, if I, if I don't use the product myself, then I'm not going to advertise it unless it's like, you know, a feminine product that, you know, because I, we do have a good amount of listeners that, you know, are women or, um, you know, it's not just men that listen to the show. So, um, but for, you know, for the things that, you know, obviously the big things, you know, I'm obviously going to, you know, be authentic. I'm not going to bullshit you. And yeah, that's why, just, that's why I'm saying this now. Like I'm letting you guys know, like up front. Remember what was going on with that uh, TikTok influencer, Michaela, with the mascara? She like was wearing fake eyelashes, and she, you know, was promoting a, a very popular product. I'm not going to say what, what brand it was, but um, she was she was under fire for literally mascara. It was fucking mascara about mascara. And she's like getting canceled over it. So, it, it you know I I wouldn't sell out either. But that's what she did. She she tried to sell out so she could have the best video. And then now look at her. Now she's she's losing more followers than Kylie is. I think. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I know, and this is kind of random, but you know me. Um, you know, I was thinking the other day. You know, I and again, I always knew. Well, first of all, let me just say like. I'm not here to say like I know everything, but when it comes to music I, and marketing and things, I do have a good amount of knowledge. But there are people that know a lot more than me. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not here to be like, yeah, I'm. A, I know everything. But I always knew like I was ahead of the game. Like I've always been a visionary. You know, and it's just crazy. You know, within like a, a less than a two week span. With that interview with Sam Hollander, you know, multi-platinum songwriter, producer, you know, when I made a, a comment about a, you know, and I observed a, a very brilliant marketing strategy that was ahead of its time, you know, he told me it was the best compliment that I've ever received. And, and he, you know, he said, you know, dude, that, that was a very perceptive, one of the most perceptive comments I've ever heard. First of all, nobody has ever used the word perceptive to me, even though that I know that I am perceptive to some degree. Nobody's ever said that. But the fact that Sam Hollander said it on the podcast, you know, that that meant that really means a lot. And and, and notice how the the compliment that I think is like the best and like I, 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 that makes me happy it's an intellectual compliment it has nothing to do with looks or you know things like that like it's you know I feel like a lot of people are just not fully you know I don't know like you know you know what I'm saying Maddie because I feel like so many people would be like oh yeah like the best compliment I ever got was like you know oh you I like know, your I like your outfit or you know or you have a very good smile or something like no, like to to know that someone observed and noticed and acknowledges that I observed something very you know unique and saw that I'm not an idiot and publicly publicly said that 
you know, when he didn't have to, especially someone in his position who's, you know, accomplished and done what he's done, you know, that meant a lot. And then the fact that, you know, less than a week later, I'm talking about Jermaine Dupree and I'm spitting facts. And then I manifested so fucking quickly within, you know, I did not expect that, you know, uh, within two hours, he's seen the video. He liked it. He fucking shared it. You know, he viewed my profile, my stories, like he showed love. He reposted on the so-so death page. Like I I always knew I was ahead of the game, but that is a little not reassuring. You know, I I don't need reassurance or validation, but that that is a little reassuring to be like, okay, damn, I just had a multi-platinum songwriter producer who just like wrote high hopes <laughs> for Panic at the Disco. And then Jermaine Dupree, you know, both acknowledging my music, you know, knowledge, IQ, or, you know, praising it, quote unquote. Um, it's a very special moment for me because, you know, again, I don't never seek for validation, but, to hear, you know, to get that, to hear that from Sam, and then for you know Jermaine Dupri to recognize me, giving him flowers and credit, and then like he also shows love back to me, and like gives me credit by po- you know reposting it on you know the pay- on his page on one of his pages, like that's that that's really special. That's love, like you know that 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 really means a lot. Um, it really does. Especially because it's someone that you value so much. I mean, we just heard your mom tell you, tell us that how much you loved him and for how long you loved him. I can't imagine, you know, I'm going to have one of those moments, one of these days where I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe so-and-so did this. And, and I feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm like living it with you right now. Like I'm just as happy as you are. I think (laughs) (laughs) it's like living it uh, by curiously, but you know, the crazy thing is, you know, this is just the start. Like this isn't even like in, you know, person, you know, interact, like interactions, like this is just on social media. Like just wait until like all, like all these things that interactions that I've had with these people, you know, people in the past or, you know, future people, like it's going to even be even more fucking surreal when I'm fucking standing next to them, talking to them, you know, rather than being, you know, it's already fucking surreal, you know, you know, having met, you know, talking to people that I have interviewed or, you know, have been inspired by or a fan of um, on social media or email over the phone. But in person, I mean, it's just completely different. And, and, you know, it's so funny. I I talked, you know, I I talked, I, I posted a status on my Facebook today that, you know, almost five months ago, I came back from my hiatus from podcasting. And like I said many times, I was going to procrastinate and I was going to wait until January 1st. But something told me was like, fuck that. Fuck that. We're going to do it now. So I started, so I started in October and within a couple of days, Mount Joy, Mount Joy's management reached back out to me and because they had a show in Boston 
and they said I can come and interview them. And mind you, I've never in you know I've interviewed musicians and successful people prior to this, but I've never had a in person interview like a I, I've never had a, a that was literally my first big in person interview ever of my career, and I just came back from like a year and a half hiatus, haven't interviewed anybody. Haven't done like podcasting. So like, obviously I was like a little nervous, you know, and if I, you know, there's so many things. Well, first of all, thank you to Matt Quinn, lead singer of Mount Joy. Thank you to Mount Joy, the entire band. You know, when I met everybody, the picture, everyone everyone was so nice. Um, And they're all so talented. And they're actually becoming to Boston soon. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, I honestly believe, and I and I thanked, you know, Matt and Mount Joy, and I did it again today because I was thinking like, if I if I didn't, if I would were to procrastinate and I didn't say fuck that, let's do it now, and then do that Mount Joy interview, I honestly believe none of this shit that's happened over the last five months this year would have happened because for some reason, you know, I mean, obviously that was a really cool moment because I'm a fan of them and, you know, it was a special moment. Um, but it just like really sparked something in me. Um, and I mean, just the fact, and, and I've never share like behind the scenes conversations or things that I have with artists, but there was a little clip that I did share today where just at the end of the at the end of the, at the end of the interview can't even talk i you know i said thanks man like i appreciate it to matt um I was, I was a little nervous um i you know i i've been on a hiatus for over a year i haven't done an interview and he said oh no man like you um you're killing it like you're back with the with the vengeance and and i have that clip and it just like I don't know. It just, it really like sparked something in me. You know, it was a, ri- I mean, obviously it was a packed full of house. Um, I mean, if you can even look up the show. I mean, it's just mind boggling to look at how many people were there and then to know that like, I just had this crazy experience where I just interviewed them like where, the, like in their like, you know, dressing room, which I never experienced. You know, I got to go backstage in the dressing room, meet all the band members. You know, we got a picture. They sign, you know, um, you know, they signed some merch, all of them, every single band member. I, you know, shook all their hands. We took a picture. I got to interview uh, Matt and then I got to stay for the show. And, you know, they just showed love the other day on my Instagram page. Like, you know, they definitely... I really have to give, you know, a lot of credit, you know, uh, of course, a lot of, the, you know, this stuff that I'm doing, it, it's me doing it, it's, uh, you know, w- we're doing it, like, you know, but there was something about that day that, I don't know, it, it really sparked something in me. Well, if, if it wasn't for that day, then... You know, I I don't think I would be as active on social media and trying to pursue like 
the dream that I've had since I was a young child. And I think that I could, you know, owe my motivation to creating content online and following a dream that I had. Not as a child, I didn't want to be a content creator, but you know what I mean. I think, you know, I think the listeners know what I mean I as mean, well. When we were children, content creators weren't a thing, but it, it, right. it's crazy, I, you know, not only was I kind of ahead of the podcasting game, you know, I was a, I was a social media influencer in 2009. And that wasn't yeah, even I, a fucking thing. I think that's so crazy, you know? Uh, and, and if you think about it, like, the way that, uh, you know, be, being a musician, that's what I meant. Like, by wanting to be in some type of, in the industry somehow, um, was, like, always with, like, singing or, or dancing or, like, when I tried to, like, do, like, modeling and acting, that was, like... I kind of gave that dream up because I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just unattainable. But now I feel like I just do what I want. And if one day somebody hears me or sees me and they like what they see, then, then I could definitely owe that to you. <laughs> For sure. Maddie and the listeners or people watching, something is only unattainable if you think it is. Thanks. It's the truth. You know, it, it takes a long time for somebody that had no faith in themselves for so long to actually believe that is true. And uh, yeah, like it's it's so hard for some people, like even somebody listening right now could be thinking, no, I can't do it. I, I shouldn't do it. Why 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 would I? I'm not gonna be anything even if I do do it. Why do I wanna make myself look like a fool? And like, you know, it it doesn't matter how you look. Like I, I really hope that if someone is listening that's thinking that right now can just tell themselves like just fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. You know? I mean that that's one of the reasons why I do this show. That's one of the reasons why I talk about a lot of things. And like if you want some motivation, I mean like I've like we talked about Maddie like a couple what like last week like if you go back to season thirteen last year, so many of the things that I I talked about and you know like did I say precisely like yeah like you know Jermaine Dupri is gonna fucking notice me no but like I said a lot of things were gonna happen this year. I made some very bold comments and, you know, turning out to be pretty accurate. Yeah, well, you know, JT predicts and it happens, so it's kind of fucking creepy, just like the Super Bowl, but whatever. <laughs> I know, I gotta, I gotta find that clip. Because um, I was pretty confident, wasn't I? You really were. You were like, they're not going to win. They're going to lose. I already know. And then when they, I, I went to sleep. And I wanted them I, to win. That's the thing. And that's the, that's that's the crazy thing. You like, just knew. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like I never told you this, but I was dating this girl and like, this is like, I don't know, five, six years ago. And we're watching a, a Red Sox game, right? Baseball game. Right. I swear on my mom, my grandparents, right? 
We're watching the game. Duke comes up to the plate, and I say he's going to hit a double. What do you That's think? So what do you think he fucking does? I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously he hit a fucking double. Like, I, I, I fucking like surprised myself. I was like, wait, what, what the fuck? It's crazy. Yeah. Shit is it's really ability crazy. Like. Yeah, but if only I could, you know, dear universe, I mean, if you could please give me the numbers for the lottery, I mean, the Mega Millions or the Powerball, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be picky, you know? Even if it's for a scratch ticket, just tell me what number or, you know, which which ticket number. Like, you know, you know help a brother out, man. Come on. I, I'm not asking, you know, I don't need a million, you know. I'll take a hundred. <laughs> What's that movie uh, where the guy like travels in time? It's fucking horrible. I can't remember fucking names for anything, but he he travels in time and he like gets the lottery numbers and then he goes and he wins the fucking lottery or some shit. I don't remember how it ends, but it, it's it's time travel and I think it should happen for us. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, the whole time travel, you know. I actually believe that it's possible. I mean, like in this, in in like our time, in in our lifetime, or yeah, I think that I think that it's been done, and I think that it's been actually going on f- for quite some time. But that's just a theory, you know, obviously th- I'm not saying that this is a fact and like, you know, not trying to sound crazy, but like, and I know that there's a lot of, you know, very intelligent people who have done a lot of research and, you know, p- proven, you know, quote unquote, that it's kind of impossible. Um, but I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't. Like, I feel like the ones that tried to prove that it's impossible are the ones that know that it is possible. But this is just my conspiracy theory ridden brain trying to create this in my mind to make it real. It's also because I'm a Pisces. I just like to daydream about things that aren't real. But I don't know. It could be real. Who knows? Until I see it, until I time travel, then I'm not going to believe it because I'm a very terrible person. I can't. I can't believe things I, I can't see except for things I'm trying to manifest for myself but I don't know if I want to time travel so I'm not I can't see it I can't see it yeah I mean I actually would like to time travel um but one thing I do want to say is shout out to Louisville vegan jerky company they hooked your boy JT up with about 30 packs of jerky and Thank you so much, like of different flavors, and it's actually really good. I've actually never had vegan jerky before. Um, I've had beef jerky, but like, it's really good. What, it's really good. What was your, huh? What's your favorite flavor? Um, I like the perfect pepperoni. I mean, that's the one I I've been eating recently, um, but I haven't tried every flavor yet. But shout out to Louisville Vegan Jerky Company. Um, Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, they aren't an official sponsor or anything, but they did, you know, send send me a, a very nice care package. So thank you very much. It's much appreciated, uh, especially during uh, 
these snowstorms. Why, oh, is, snow- why, why say it like that? Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I have no clue. Like, what happened to my phone? It was like, you know, like the chopped and screwed shit? The songs, like, back in the day, how they would chop and screw it? I'm sorry. Uh, I cut out real quick. What did you just say? I said, like, you, you know, like, back in the day, they would do, like, the chopped and screwed version of songs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why it sound like that? Oh, God. Is that what it sounded like? I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like it did a little bit. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> It sounded like you had a frog in your throat or some shit. Uh, I, I was trying to like say it weird, but it even came out more bizarre. So I just made myself look dumb. But, you know, what's new? <laughs> just another day in JT's life. <laughs> shit, man. Uh, we, got a, we got a new guest. Uh, well, not a new guest. He's been on the show a lot of times. Chinny Murray's. Chinny. So- what up, Chinny? <laughs> What'd it do? Not much, man. What are you up to? Just woke up. Oh, okay, Beyonce. Yeah. I woke up like this. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro. You got, you, got, you got hit with a lot of snow? Um, I thought we were going to get a lot more snow than we did, but uh, not that bad. Uh, it's just like really shitty out. Bro, this this whole Jermaine Dupri man, I still can't wrap my head around this. Like I, like literally, I don't. You weren't here, but like, I I, yeah. I called my mom on the phone with Maddie on the show right now to like have her verify like how obsessed I was with like how smart and like talented like Jermaine Dupri was and currently is. Like, like it's it's fucking crazy. Like when I really say and said like if you were to tell a 10-year-old JT that Jermaine Dupri is going to know who you are one day, he'd be like, fuck you. Like, literally. I would, like, a 10-year-old JT be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I probably would have sounded. <laughs> I wondered if they uh, dropped the album yet. I, I hadn't really looked into that. Yeah, and he, current- he was just chilling with Currency yesterday or the day that he, two days ago when he was checked out my you know my clips when i shouted him out and was actually spitting facts because again you know i think you can agree chinny that if there wasn't no jermaine dupri there probably wouldn't be no dj khaled yeah you're right about that and there's no shade at at khaled i'm just saying like people there's so many people that don't fully understand like how significant jermaine dupri is to the culture and, and to how music is to nowadays. Like he revolutionized a lot of things. Yeah, I think Fat Joe might have had something to do with uh, DJ Khaled getting put on a little bit. Well, yeah, he- well, I talked about it on my podcast. Like, yes, Khaled was doing his thing in the ni- late '90s, early 2000s. He was like, he was a, a radio DJ. I believe it was like Miami, it was somewhere in South Florida. Um, yes, yeah, and, and, and then he got that deal at you know, ter- you know, for Terror uh, ter- 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 Squad, and obviously, you know, he's in the Lean Back video, just like Kevin Hart, you know. Um, and it's just crazy. I-, I talked about it briefly, but again, like. And I was just thinking about it yesterday, like 
to see Kevin Hart in the Lean Back video in like 04 or like Soul Plane Kevin Hart or Scary Movie 2 or whatever it was like and just to see where he is now like like I I literally remember vividly like of of knowing like yeah yeah Kevin Hart like the, the actor that's in like some stuff like he, like he's hit, you know he had some you know f- you know funny roles here and there but then like you know he worked his fucking ass off. I mean, I know I talk about like Ryan Seacrest being like the hardest working man in Hollywood, but like so is Kevin Hart. So is The Rock. Yeah, he popped so off. Is, so, so is Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah. yeah, they all did. You know, it, it, it's really, it's crazy. You know, Kevin Hart. You know, it took him a while. You know to, you know, because he, he, he was in the industry and he was getting roles, but it, you know, it took him a, a little bit to really, you know, be the Kevin Hart, it, you know, that we see today. I just think it's so great that, you know, someone like Kevin Hart is such a fucking inspiration. You know, you know being from Philadelphia, going to the fucking community college of of Philadelphia is is the coolest fucking thing ever because it oh, just he shows. Went there? Yeah, oh, like I didn't know fucking, that. I didn't know that. Yeah, like it, like it's just it's just so inspirational seeing such an amazing, talented, and I don't give a fuck what anyone says. He is funny, man. Uh, from Philadelphia, become so successful and is gonna stay successful. Oh yeah, it, it, because it's just so inspiring. It is, and, and like not only. Is he like obviously a funny comedian, but like he's a good actor. He's a very smart businessman. You know, he has so many different companies and ventures, production companies. He has like that LOL uh, media network. He owns that. Um, And obviously he has like production companies. And this is like, this is what I'm going to do eventually. And this is what, this is the, you know, very smart thing to do um you know we see this with one example is let's say um um right, let's use evan goldfield and seth rogan you know they both grew up together they're, they're writing partners and you know they started a production company so they obviously you know get the money the funding from these movie studios but the you know it's their production company that's producing the film so obviously you know they make a lot of you know if if the movie does well they do very well you know you know and i'm not talking about like a couple million dollars like you know you know and and, and things like that they put their own money into it and, that, and that's one thing that Kevin Hart does like he doesn't do what most comedians do where he uses like most comedians use like most artists or whatever performers that go on tour they use like third party vendors like live nation that you know uh, shit like that and when you do things like that, or Ticketmaster, you've seen, we've seen that whole drama with like the Taylor Swift tickets or whatever with t- with Ticketmaster. You see, with with, with these vendors, they obviously are going to get they get a nice percentage of each ticket, so that gets taken out of you know the performer's pocket. <clears throat> and then also keep in mind 
you know, let's say when, you know, Kevin Hart goes on these world tours, these big city, you know, arena tours, you know, he pays for everything out of pocket, out of his own money. He, he, he uses his own money. He pays all the staff members. And you know how many, you know how many, how much like different types of, you know, employees that you need to, you know, run something like that. I mean, we're talking about from like sound to lighting to assistants to, you know, editors to filmers to PAs to, you know, cameramen to camerawomen, you know, there's so many things like it's, um, but when you do that, yes, you are putting up your own money, but a, you, you know, you, you don't have to pay anyone. You're not splitting anything. You know, you're pocketing all the profit. And that's why he made, I believe, over a hundred million dollars on his last tour. Profit. That's so crazy. It's, I mean, it's, and also like nobody can tell him shit at that point. Like, you're paying, you're putting your foot in the bill for everything. You can't tell me nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're it's, on it's, some Kanye shit. Yeah, exactly. Na na na. It's like get my money right. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you chose that part. <laughs> you got it made. I like. I wonder. I feel like it's a, such an underrated track on gra- on graduation. Yeah, me too. Sure. I'm almost there in my life. I'm almost at graduation. For sure. I'm still at late registration. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Were you there for and that? I heard him say. Were you? I was asking David if he was there for that that uh, moment that you said that the, about Kanye, where where you're at in life and, and different albums. Oh, was David there? Yeah, I can't remember if he was I there. Don't, for I don't that. think so. I don't. Be- he might have. <laughs> I don't believe so. That's funny. Well, what is going on today? Like, what's going on in the world today? That's that's what I want to know. I think everyone's. Yeah, I don't think we. I, yeah. We I think everyone's tired of, yeah. of hearing what's going on exactly, in this book. Exactly. World. That's why we're just talking. It's, it, it's it, too it should, much. There's too much shit going on, and you know, people are already seeing what goes on, and they just fucking. You know, yeah, they don't need unlock, to hear it unlock from... their passcode on their phone. They're, they're already seeing, you know, uh, all this detrimental shit, you know, that impacts our me- mental health, whether we're uh, realizing that subconsciously or, or consciously, you know, it's so deteriorating. Um, and, and this is coming from an empath, especially, you know, so when I see some shit, you know, I feel that too. So it's like on top of, you know, you know, someone that isn't an empath that already like, you know, it's already kind of fucks up your mind when you see a bunch of like horrible shit that's going on in the world. But when you're an empath, you feel it on an even more of a deeper level. That's so true, but like, I mean, it's 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 more true. I feel. I'm oh, sorry about that noise. It's more true. I feel for um, the younger generation that are dealing with the views of like, you know, society today and the pressures of 
of looking a certain way if you're a young woman or even you know a young man looking a certain way it's just it's just so sad to to see what social media and even just like you said unlocking your phone will oh, do yeah. oh you ready for this one before we wrap up the show two things <laughs> it's actually really funny so for the first time ever i've never had this happen and and i was very like polite and i wasn't like creepy about it you know i complimented this woman's eyes and she said she said i'm not even lying she said thanks but it looks like she said like it looks like you've been through some shit by by, by the look of your eyes i'm like yeah th thanks um thanks for pointing out the obvious <laughs> what the that that's boston for you <laughs> it was that like person yeah oh shit that's yeah. such a weird thing to say in person to somebody like, i know like, very ballsy <laughs> was uh, it like in, you just were like walking by and then i, I was just uh it was a uh, i was at uh the grocery store and it was a it was a cashier <laughs> it was just a compliment it was just a, it, was a it, it, was, it wasn't even nothing like i wasn't even like being all, all, I just said like like oh like you have, you have very beautiful eyes like that's it like very it wasn't creepy you were, you were trying huh you weren't trying to hit on her nothing no it, it was a very like you know just compl it was just a compliment I like I, yeah. I I act like I wouldn't even like probably have sex with her like I like I like it was just a compliment like like damn and then second of all you know. I was um, <laughs> how do I explain this? All right, so I was I was on Tinder the other uh, the uh, the other day. I, I, re I rejoined Tinder, and I got a match and with this this one you know girl and she sends me a message saying, by the way, I'm not. Uh, so all right, I get this message from a you know this girl I, you know I match with on Tinder and she says out out of the blue right. By the way, I'm not a height slut. Like, first of all, what? first of what? all, I never talk. We never even brought up height. Like, second of all, like, I'm not insecure about my height. And then she was like, like, she's like, I'm not a height slut. I know, like, all these girls now are like, if he's under six feet, like, okay, uh, what, like, like, why? I just, like, I mean, huh? it sounds stupid because you're so short, but. It really doesn't matter. Like, I really feel like if someone that says, what if, I, what if I replied and be like, well, you know, I'm not a weight slut. <laughs> then wait, <laughs> so, wait. Then I'm the then I'm the dick, right? Then I'm the asshole, right? No, no. That's a problem. I feel like there's I a double like standard. There's a double standard. But I, like, and first of all, I, let me just make this very clear. Like, I am not. I've never been insecure about my height. That's the like the last thing. Of, like last word like yes what i what what i like to be like six two or something yeah that'd be cool you know but like just, i'm five nine that, that's fine like i don't give a fuck like i don't that i never under fully understood like really like how like some men obsess about it or like really gets them down like, like do you understand that like tom cruise is like five seven you know Kevin Hart's like five six. Like, height don't mean shit. <laughs> and if and if, if someone you know rejects you or doesn't like you because you don't 
reach a certain criteria in terms of how many inches, you know, how tall you are, then she's obviously like, or he or whatever, whoever might be is not like for you. Um, that's just a very superficial thing, I think. But, um, but yeah, that's, um, it was just so weird because like we weren't, it's, it wasn't like she asked me how tall I was or something like that. It was like, right. Like, by the way, I'm not a height slut. I know how most of these girls are. I just feel like it's such, it just shows who her character is to say that because like, first of all, I didn't even know that those two words together were a thing that people me, said. Me I, neither. I, me neither. I, I mean, I, 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 I always I'm knew saying. that, yes, like some women do like taller men. Yes, of course. Like, yeah, I get, I, I'm not an idiot. I, I, I can understand. I get that. Like, um, and that's, you know, that's never bothered me. I, and I know that's a thing that like women, you know, you know, might talk about it, but I never knew like like height, like it's like a like a, a fucking community or some shit. Like, like what? Like what? Like I never knew it was like a there's there's like fucking <laughs> weekly meetings or some shit going on. Like, like what? It's like you see my profile, you see how tall I am. Why do you even say anything like that? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I don't know. It was just very weird. I didn't it didn't like offend me or anything. I just found it. I found it very biz. It's a very bizarre thing to say. It's yeah. funny because as a woman, I uh, I like short guys because I feel like I'm a little bit of a dominant woman and I don't like some guy towering over me. It scares me a little bit. And I don't, I don't know. I, I guess if I ever – I was with girls that were tall, but that's different. I mean, I don't know. I really, I really like short guys, though, and I don't know what the problem is with short guys because – just because if it's because of like a size thing, like you know, not. I kind of make this joke, but I don't know how you're gonna take it. Uh, just do it. All right, I'm not comparing like how you like like looks wise. I'm just saying like personality wise, like in terms of like your demeanor and everything. If I were to compare you to like an animal, I'd probably be like like a maybe like a silverback. I don't know what that is. It's like a silverback gorilla, like like. <laughs> No, fuck you. No, like, like, no, like, just like, sap, like, savage, like, 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 you don't give a fuck. Like, you, you'll just like stomp on the bitch. Like, 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 I don't, like, I mean it in a good way. Like, like, like you'll just like stomp oh, no. out somebody. Like, because I will. But no, I always feel like I have the shoulders of a quarterback, though. I don't I, know I do why. T- I do too, and I'm, the, and and it's so weird because I'm not like jacked. I mean, so that's I, why I, when I when I do like and I do want to start hitting the gym like to start like lifting weights because I did lose a lot of weight, um, and obviously you know it would help me get me probably get me some more auditions, <laughs> um, you know. But, sorry, yeah, like I have pretty big broad shoulders, and, and like <coughs> people have told me that, but like when I look at the videos, I'm like, damn, I do have broad shoulders. If I worked out, like I'd actually like look pretty ripped. Even even if I wasn't like that big, uh, and I don't like when I do really start hitting the gym like that, I ain't trying to get like, like I don't I don't I don't understand why, and I'm not judging if it makes whatever makes you people happy, you know, do it. But like the whole like you know Arnold Schwarzenegger or like that type of like I ain't trying to get that kind of built. Like I want like I guess like I want like a like 
I guess like the most ripped I'd want to get, and I know it would be very hard, is like a Zac Efron like tight. But like I like like I I want to be I want to just be like really cut, like that like the Brad Pitt like from uh, Fight Club. Yeah, I mean, like I feel like like I I just want to like get a little bit more muscle and then obviously drop a little bit some a little bit more body fat percentage. But like I don't want like I don't want to be like like buff. I don't I like I just want to be cut. You know. So I just want to get a bunch of plastic surgery and no. just that's, no. <laughs> that's what I want to do. What, and and look like and look like uh, what's her name? The uh, fucking Ange, Big Ange. Oh my no, God. Jesus Christ, man! I want to look like if I was gonna look like anybody that had plastic surgery, it wouldn't be like her, okay? And but she's hard as shit, and I'm not talking shit because R.I.P. Big Ange. Oh and, wait, she uh, passed. Yeah, she yeah, passed. Yeah, fuck you, bro. She been passed. Oh, yeah, I can't. I, I, can't I didn't even know that. All right, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like an asshole for making a joke. Well, I mean, Bob might feel like you're an asshole too. So, huh? I mean, <laughs> what'd you say? I didn't. I didn't. Even I, said, I said, I said, you talk shit on Big Edge, and the mob might feel like you're an asshole too, especially out here. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Big Edge. Yeah, man. Um... Okay, yeah, now. So, uh, if you guys are interested, if anyone is in- interested in advertising on this podcast, my social media platforms, uh, future podcasts, uh, several that are launching this year, hosted by me, and then obviously we have <coughs> the Mental Health Awareness Podcast with Maddie and, and David that's launching soon, and obviously the Podcast Media Network the online radio station. I have the marketing company. We got the mobile app coming soon. We got a new website coming soon. But if you're interested in advertising, partnerships, sponsorship deals, or business inquiries, please, serious inquiries only. Send me an email at onairwithjt at gmail.com. That's onairwithjt at gmail.com. And of course, like always, you can watch the full episodes of the show, clips behind the scenes, at my YouTube channel, just type in on air with JT. If you do have a YouTube account, I would greatly appreciate it if you would subscribe. Uh, you don't have to, but um, it would be I would appreciate it. And you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. But I do know that a lot of people that do listen to the podcast listen to it on the Apple Podcast app on your iPhone. And if that is the case and you do like the show and you support us, if you could do us one quick favor, I would greatly appreciate it. And it will literally take you less than like 30 seconds. All you got to do is go to the Apple Podcast app, the purple podcast app on your phone, type in on air with JT, click on it, scroll all the way down, and you can rate the show one out of five stars. Um, and yeah, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, and all of that information is at onairwithjt.com. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Justin Thomas Insta. That's J U S T I N T H O M A S I N S T A. And all of my other social media platforms where you could follow me and all the links to where you can listen or watch the show and or contact me. Everything is at onairwithjt.com. That's onairwithjt.com. Maddie and David, where can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at Madeline Haley Marquez. 
M-A-D-A-O-I-M-H-A-L-E-Y-M-A-R-Q-U-E-Z. And on Instagram, I am Madeline underscore Haley underscore Marquez, spelled the same way. Um, yeah, check out my content. And David's uh, handle on Instagram is? Uh, Ms. Mochin underscore 23, N-I-S-M-O-C-H-I-N underscore 23. I thought it was I love, like L-U-V chicken fingers and mac and cheese. <laughs> no! You have his neck, bro. That's crazy. Uh, I love cars with a Z. You know, but no, it's... Nah, and then... No, again, no, just say again, because I, 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 I fucked it up. Where can people follow you? I want to make sure people hear. Uh, Instagram is nismochain underscore 23, N-I-S-M-O-C-H-I-N underscore 23. Facebook is David Chan. And, um... What is it? TikTok is Chitty Murders. TikTok is a All right. Definitely go give both of them a follow. Uh, we're going to have some really good episodes this week. We even have a really good special kind of episode where we're going to talk about, like, you know, paranormal stuff and spirituality. And, you know, everyone might not be into it. And, again, this is just, like, a conversation and just our opinions and theories and things like that but it's going to be a really interesting podcast and i'm really excited to to do that with you know maddie and everyone and hopefully david will be a part of it um it's going to be a really 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 good show so i'm really excited about that we have a lot of interviews uh lined up um some i can't really can can like publicly announce at the moment um, but just know that there are a lot of interviews in the works and a lot of other big news that is like literally being in the works. Like right when this, you know, microphone and camera goes off, like right back to business, like, and you guys will see, you know, and again, thank you to everybody that shows love and support. I fucking appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Thank you so much. And again, if you are interested in being a partner, advertising, sponsorships, email me at onairwithjt at gmail.com. And all of the links to follow me, listen to me, watch me is at onairwithjt.com. That's onairwithjt.com. Maddie, what do I say at, at the uh, end of every podcast? Duh, that JT's out, but Maddie's definitely out first. So. Well, I, I was I was gonna say have a great day the JT way, but that wasn't the answer I was looking for. So, well, I'm very unpredictable, you know. Yeah, you, I, I, I'm seeing that right now, live on the air. <laughs> no, um, yeah, you guys already have, have, a, great have a great day, day. the JT way. JT way, JT out, Maddie out, Chinny out, we all out, and we'll see you guys very soon. JT did it again. This. Is on air with JT. Join JT, visionary and host, for a 420 friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates, and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront, with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
iHeartRadio and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com. You are listening to On Air with JT. On Air with JT. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. JT did it again. On Air with JT. If you are interested in advertising or sponsorships, please send all business inquiries to onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and can be seen on YouTube.
Have a great day, the JT way. This is a JT exclusive interview. This is on air with JT. Join JT, visionary and host for a 420 friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront. With JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com. You are listening to On Air with JT. On Air with JT. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt@gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt@gmail.com. JT did it again. On air with JT. If you are interested in advertising or sponsorships, please send all business inquiries to onairwithjt@gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and can be seen on YouTube.
If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product, and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and can be seen on YouTube.